Welcome, Welcome back. back. <laughs> Welcome back to the Sleep Culture Podcast. Uh, Marley, why don't you start this week? Okay, I'll catch you up with how I've been sleeping <laughs> lately. So, <clears throat> um, I do have a history of um, back problems probably for the last 20 years. Just a short stint. Just a short little back problem, a little minor injury. And uh, some, usually it doesn't bother me, but a couple of weeks ago, actually, I re-injured it and um, it really reminded me how valuable sleep was because mm-hmm. sleeping and pain are oil and water. They just don't go together. Um, and I, but I did see an osteopath and she got me out of pain in like two days. It was awesome. Yeah. But then I felt great. So of course I pushed myself too hard and re-injured As myself. As per usual. Yeah. That's <laughs> Typical Marley style. Mm-hmm. Um, and I go back to her and uh, she did get me out of pain again. And now I've seen an osteopath or a massage therapist and I was seeing her last night and I am in so much pain today. <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't sleep at all. Well, I did. That's not true. I slept for a little while, but I woke up around four o'clock this morning and it was just too uncomfortable to get back to sleep. So... <laughs> Good luck dealing with me today. <laughs> Marley just wanted to really get uh, into the sleep culture and really really build empathy for others who are having sleep difficulties. I really had to experience the sleep deprivation again to remember how brutal it is. But I am taking some um, CBD and THC oil for the pain, and uh, we'll talk about that more in another episode. But um, really remarkable painkiller. I've taken a lot of different medications for pain mm-hmm. and muscle relaxers for my back, and <clears throat> it was definitely uh, a different different experience to, to use these oils as the primary painkiller this time, and yeah. um, we'll talk about that in another episode. What about you, Leah? How's, uh, how's your sleep going with all your shift work? <laughs> well, I'm back, actually, for the first time in, like, since mid-summer, really. I'm doing my first full set of night shifts, which is seven nights over two weeks. Um, so the anxiety was building, just, like, getting up to this point, because I've been having a fairly regular schedule. I also forgot how lonely it is when you were working. <laughs> yes, <laughs> me too. It had been a long time. Oh, it's awful. Um, but I forgot about the fact that I work nights and I had booked this dentist appointment months and months and months ago, probably in like February. And probably six months ago when your last cleaning was. <laughs> it was nine months because oh. my dental plan only covers every nine months. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, so nine months ago, literally February, um, forgot about it, got the call, meant to call and reschedule it and didn't. So the night before I started, or the day before I started my night shifts, when I normally would sleep in to try to offset the sleep deprivation, I'm getting up at nine o'clock to go to this dentist appointment. And so an attempt to just protect my sleep a little bit, I wore my sunglasses and I wore my sunglasses right into the office, which... They probably thought I was crazy, and we're going to get into that. And your dental office is big windows. Oh, yeah. Big. Ocean front and whatever. Beautiful, yeah. yeah. Shout, <laughs> nice. out, shout out Bridgeview Dental. <laughs> um, but anyway, so the hygienist was talking to me, and I took my sunglasses off for a minute, and she opened the blinds, and I was like, oh. That's a lot of light. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, and she's like, what are you up to? I'm like, well, I'm actually working night shift tonight, so if you don't mind, I'm going to put my sunglasses on. And she actually apologized for opening the blinds. Wow. Like close the blinds and she turned the lights off and she's like, oh my gosh, I'll, I'll dim the lights for you, whatever. So I thought that was really awesome, like super awesome support yeah. for a shift worker. <laughs> it's which, nice when you can 
accommodate that. Like, yeah, people don't even realize that you can accommodate, like, to have what you can do to accommodate it, so I really appreciated that. I always think about you coming home in the morning after a night shift wearing your sunglasses, because yeah. I think about it when you're getting on the elevator here at our apartment, because the lights are so <laughs> yeah. bright, and I'm like, oh, I hope she has her sunglasses <laughs> Yeah, and I do, and... I rarely encounter anyone like at people seven. Definitely think that you're just high. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, I'm not high. I'm just protecting my sleep. <laughs> Thankfully, I don't run into people very often. But when I do, I always feel like a weirdo. So yeah, it's worth it. Yeah, but actually, this <laughs> is a this is a great intro into our topic this week, which is shift work. Yes, about thirty percent of North America's population does shift work. So it's right. it's definitely not a small um, demographic or a small percentage, 30% is a lot. So um, this does yeah. pertain to a, a lot of people, not just nurses, but shift workers are in a lot of different industries. Um, you know, healthcare is just one section of it, which is kind of... It's a large one, but it's yeah. like probably... Almost everyone in healthcare does shift work unless yeah. they work privately. Or unless you're like me and get a day job in sleep. <laughs> right. That helps. <laughs> but um, I did work shift work before as well. I, it was a short stint because I knew that if I continued to work shift work, my career had a very short expiration date. Mm -hmm. I felt it after every night shift. I felt so, I felt hungover. I felt so foggy and scared during the night shift when I'd, if like uh, if it was working a merge or something right. like that, so scared something would come in that I would have to be able to think straight mm -hmm. for, which that's your job right. <laughs> and these exactly. are people's lives. And that really scared me um, that I was going to make a mistake or hurt something or put or hurt someone or put someone in danger. So I knew that there was, I, I had to find an, an alternative job. I literally, every day of my um, schooling for my career, I was like, I just have to work in the hospital for as long as it took me to get through this program. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and to equal make it back out. That, make back that money that I spent. That I spent to go Get through. a new career. And then I was like, then I'm going to work at the bank. Then I'm going to get a <laughs> yeah. nine to five day job. This was a great idea, but I've <laughs> like, changed my mind. This is not for me. This will kill me. I knew it. And I really, at the time, knew nothing about sleep. And I didn't really know anything about shift work. And I just felt it. Right. <clears throat> so I, I, I knew I had to get out of it. So mm -hmm. when I kind of... Um, discovered different avenues to take my career um, and then ironically getting a day job in sleep right. was, was the answer and then learning about what actually was happening to my body right. and why I felt that way um, made a lot of sense. Right and I actually I wasn't aware of the health effects I mean I've been working shift work for a while but I wasn't aware of the health work effects until living with you really or like listening to the little blurbs of Little Marley education <laughs> moments over the past. How long have you been? How long have you been in sleep? Almost seven years. So seven <clears throat> over the last seven years, because basically as soon as Marley started working in sleep, she got I was obsessed, really excited, and started <laughs> educating all of her friends constantly. If anyone knows me, good. I love to share information. <laughs> yeah, especially information about sleep. Now it's a real priority, but I, I enjoy it, but also it scares me. But but we've been talking a, a lot about. We've done a couple talks about shift work and about health effects and things. So, like, I think it's important to bring that up. Oh, also, <laughs> just disregard any background noise today. This for this episode. Howie's in the studio. Yeah. Oh, my dog. Yeah, we're our, we're using our home studio today, so our sound quality may also not be great. We are recording from home, so <laughs> the elevator just dinged, and now Howie's barking. So, <laughs> yeah. bear with us. Um, but yeah, so so some. Some health effects and things. Marley 
is a wealth of knowledge about this topic. So, <laughs> like, you. yeah, um, I feel those health effects, <clears throat> but um, we'll let Marley kind so, of go into that a little bit. Yeah, so I'll kind of explain um, a little bit about why shift works can make you feel that way and, and has these health consequences. But basically, shift work is a misalignment with our work day and our body's natural rhythms. So our body um, follows all these rhythms and, and follows a clock. Our body is also like routine. Shift work completely throws off routine. Right. But our body does follow a certain clock, you know, when we're supposed to be sleeping, which will also predict when hormone release happens, chemicals and hormones that balance, all of those processes that happen during sleep and, and also happen during the day are kind of backwards when you're when you're doing right. shift work. And if your body just starts to get into a groove of maybe days or night, mm -hmm. then it's not much longer and you're flipping back and forth. So the, you know, the misalignment is one of the problems. The other problem is that it is nearly impossible to get an adequate amount of sleep when you're a shift right. worker. I mean, there's some schedules better than others. Mine is a two week rotation. So two weeks of days, two weeks of nights. Some people are switching back and forth within the same week right. regularly. So... And I mean, short term, after you do a set of nights, or for me, it was one night shift, <clears throat> I felt the effects, but it is actually the accumulation that is very detrimental to our health. And I don't just mean like, oh, it makes you feel hungover or right. you go to sleep. It's actually, there's some major risks involved with our health. So there's three big ones um, that I like to talk about. So heart disease is a big one. Diabetes, type two diabetes is another one. And cancer actually yeah. um, is the new hot button. Uh, topic and sleep and shift work um, so much actually that in fact Denmark the country of Denmark has awarded the nurses of Denmark um, workers compensation for if they've developed breast cancer if they were a shift worker yeah that's which is crazy. wild think about that so they're actually saying that their shift work caused the breast cancer so yeah. they are um, the World Health Organization division of it has listed shift work as a probable carcinogen. <laughs> yeah, which is wild. Like, we think of carcinogens, we think of, like, substances and cigarettes and, like, chemicals that we're taking in. But it does make sense. I mean, you know, they talk about certain lifestyles are, are more susceptible to cancers. It makes mm -hmm. sense that a shift worker, because that is the ultimate unhealthy lifestyle, right. <laughs> unless you spend a tremendous amount of energy to to change that. Right. It's a very easy lifestyle to slip into a lot of bad habits. So, right. um, and I always, I always kind of thought of it as like, this is, I'm just tired or like, you know, I just have to sleep during the day. I never really thought about the sleep loss that was accumulating. I just thought of it as like, I'm more tired, but this is my job. Like you don't, I didn't realize there's health effects because we're not educated on it. The best part about it is that happened in what, 2008, 2009. Yep. We're talking 10 years ago and why did we not hear about like I this is I'm right. hearing about this in 2019 exactly I mean as a nurse you didn't hear about getting into shift work so when you're applying to a nursing program it's not like they're gonna be like just a heads up yeah. <laughs> this is gonna take 20 years off your life yeah, it may kill you it's gonna make you gain 20 pounds yeah you may have a heart attack <laughs> you're probably gonna be on insulin by the end risk of it cancer diabetes and, and heart disease goes up um, but those are the realities of shift work. Right. Everyone that does work when they should be sleeping and sleep when they should be working, that kind of mm -hmm. thing that they will face. So what are some of the things, Leah? I know that since you've been living with me, I, I gave you quite a hard time about <laughs> <laughs> staying on top of all your right. strategies to get more sleep as a shift worker. So why don't you talk about a little bit about, tell everyone some of the, the things that have worked the best for you. Right. 
Um, well, I've been doing shift work now off and on probably since like 2011 because I started shift work even before I was a nurse um, working in a group home. So I've always been like a stay up late, sleep in late kind of gal. That was my jam. I found mornings were really challenging for me. I didn't really think a lot about the nights. They were a struggle, but not like they are for most people. You're a good day sleeper. Yeah, I can sleep well in the day. So um, the biggest thing for me was you kind of teaching me about light and like how light is a really big determinant of your wakefulness. And um, I was a skeptic. Uh, (laughs) I she did. She thought I was hocus pocus. Well, I'm like, (laughs) yeah, like I'm sure that's a whatever, but I'm I don't think I'm really gonna feel a big difference. So I procrastinated even trying it for a really long time. Um, but the more Marley taught me about all these health effects, you know, my risk of, you know, developing all these different conditions, I started to become a little bit more paranoid about my sleep. <laughs> I scared her into trying it. <laughs> yeah. So I thought, okay, well, let's let's try to manage this a little better. Um, and I'd mentioned before about sunglasses um, when we were introing there a little bit. Um, sunglasses are a great way for shift workers, night shift workers particularly. When I'm getting off night shift, especially in the summer, I always wear my sunglasses right from the inside of the building, in my car, up to my apartment, cooking breakfast. (laughs) That's my favorite. (laughs) I don't take them off because light is such a strong determinant. So if you are preparing your body for sleep, coming off night shift, I know I'm going to bed. So if I'm out in the bright light in the sun, that's kind of triggering my body to say, okay, stop making melatonin and time to wake up, time to start your day, regardless of the fact that I've been up all night and I'm exhausted, it's going to wake my brain up. And that was information from sleep therapist Marley that I was not aware of, despite the fact that I went through two years of education to be a nurse. I feel like it should have been part of the curriculum. (laughs) Yeah, part of the curriculum. How to manage your shift work so you have a good career. That should be part of every nursing curriculum. (laughs) So um, I I try to do that all the time. I'm not perfect. I do forget, but I'm sure my coworkers think I'm a weirdo. I've actually been trying to tell my coworkers to do this for a long time, but I don't think they really believe me either. It's it's hard to not be a skeptic, Um, but it does make a big difference. I found going to bed after having my sunglasses on, um, I was falling asleep a lot faster. I was keeping that kind of foggy, groggy, sleepy feeling. And in reverse to that, yeah. instead of just being exposing yourself to a lot of darkness before you go to bed, um, there's bright light therapy. Right. So bright exactly. light therapy has been pretty um, profound for Leah because it's the day shifts that she has a hard time with. So when you have to go in for 7 a.m., you're getting up in the fives. Yeah, and I'm... <laughs> Real foggy. (laughs) And so bright light therapy is um, just exactly what it sounds like. It's like a seasonal affective disorder lamp, but we use it in sleep um, to reduce um, morning grogginess, residual sleepiness. It does help reset your clock. It's a great tool for shift workers. It's just a very bright light, minimum brightness of 10,000 lux. If anyone's looking for one, Costco's probably the cheapest. Amazon, buy them online. And exposing your, your eyes to that bright light early in the morning will yes. wake you up. It's like telling your brain the sun is up. <laughs> yes, and that's actually a huge thing for me in the winter. As a 12-hour shift worker, I go to work, and it's dark, and I'm in the building before the sun comes up, and it's not a bright building. And when I come home, I'm it's dark well before I get here at 7 o'clock or after 7 p.m., 
So the bright light is huge for me in the winter. Yes, especially for seasonal depression. Also, you know, for anyone, we're, we're in Canada. We don't have a lot of daylight here. Yeah. We all need a little bright light. But before my shifts, um, I, would, I started drinking my coffee in front of the bright light on Marley's advice. So 20, 30, well, 20 minutes probably in the morning. I don't want to sacrifice too much sleep to, to do it, <laughs> but right. um, I noticed a huge difference in how awake I felt. Sometimes I felt groggy until 11 a.m., and I didn't even realize how bad I felt, that actually. Four hours of your shift. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what happened in the last four hours? Very safe, very safe. But um, And also, I also use the bright light to, to um, expose myself to light before my night shift, so I'll, on the other side... Before, when I wake up after my sleep, so if I go to work at 7, maybe at 5.30, 6 o'clock, I'll do 20 minutes of bright light with a coffee again. So it's the same thing, just resetting your brain and preparing your brain for that wakeful period while you're, um, before you start your shift. So that was huge for me. Um, the weirdest part for me was, like, I, I, my digestive system is a little bit off, like, I you have the shift work digestive system. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing, but like I could be I'm hungry at weird times, like I'm never eat in the morning. You've never you were never a person that would eat before no, noon. Even like if my mom could tell you, she'd tell you I she struggled to get me to eat breakfast always my entire life. So it's very strange. So I'd wake up in the morning and do my bright light and before my bright light, before my twenty minute session's over, number one, I have to poop, which is bizarre. <laughs> I'm like, I don't my bowel movements are not on a schedule. I'm sorry to share that with you, but everybody poops, so that's right. <clears throat> and I would be hungry. Like these are things that were not morning things for me typically. Um, by no means on a schedule. So I was like, what the heck is going on? And Marley's just hysterical laughing at me because <laughs> I had no idea how connected the digestive system was with your sleep wake my cycle. sleep and wake cycle. So. Absolutely. And I get the common complaint all the time about, um, from shift workers that they have, you know, acid reflux, indigestion, heartburn, all these digestion issues, um, which is because when you're messing with your sleep clock, you're messing with your digestion clock too, because yeah. our whole body is on that same rhythm. So that's why when Leah would bright light in the morning, she's not just waking up her brain, but her digestive system as well. So her, yeah. you know, and that intestines and bowels move <laughs> yeah. and, and her stomach growls because she's hungry. And that's signaling, like, that's when we should be hungry after a long fast break breakfast right. <laughs> break the fast yeah and that's when your body should be should be hungry so um it wasn't just subjective to her that she thinks that she, she thinks that she felt a little more alert at work she had some physiological signs yeah. that it was the bright light therapy was um regulating her clock for her so yeah um, I, I didn't feel i didn't like i don't understand it's hard to how, deny it <laughs> yeah and i don't understand how we was, I was frying an egg at 6 a.m <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't understand how I was so clueless about my body before and, like, how it works. I'm 33 years old. Why do I not understand how my body works? But anyways, that was the most bizarre thing to me. So I was pretty much a believer after that. When you do it, like, five or six times and the same thing happens, you're like, okay. Yeah, there's a coincidence. <laughs> now I'm, I'm sold. So then I, then I got pretty – I was pretty – rigid with my use of the bright light i've fallen off a little bit now but getting back into it now that we're getting into the dark season which is and good. as a shift worker bright light therapy and dark light 
therapy are probably the best two things that you can do to help regulate that. Yeah. Aside from practicing good sleep hygiene, um, there are a lot of different strategies that we can use to minimize the, the accumulation of the sleep deprivation caused by shift work. Um, we're actually, Lee and I are developing a workshop. Mm-hmm. We're going to um, try to come up with a, a, a nice workshop to help shift workers reduce those and strategize their kind of planning yeah. and you know, give them some tools to, to alleviate the, the risks. Right. Um, so if you're a shift worker and you have any questions or if you're interested in that workshop, you can DM us um, on our Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, Sleep Culture Podcast, or you can email us at sleepculturepodcast at gmail.com. Right. Um, so this is a we'd way... we happy to, to give to you some more you. information. There is tons of research and information. We told you, you know, heart disease, cancer, diabetes, these are risks. Definitely it's a not us. an exhaustive list. If you can physically feel that it's impacting your health, yeah. it is definitely impacting your health. <laughs> right, yeah. You're not, you're not alone in that. Yeah. So not only is this a, an issue with our health, it's also an issue for lifestyle. And that might be the thing that you find um, the most challenging for you. It's isolating. It's a tough lifestyle. And often your friends and family, if they aren't shift workers, it's hard for them to be sympathetic to uh, your needs and the challenges that that lifestyle creates for you right so we're, we're you know we're we have days off during the week yeah it's great we can get things done but we also sacrifice a lot for this lifestyle so you know I think it's important to talk to your family and I mean that's one of the things we can we're, yeah. we're developing in the workshop is how to get your family members on board with that you're not in the same same week sleep yes. wake cycle as they are yes. and how to discuss the importance of that with them and scheduling sleep and scheduling activity and it does take more effort but it really does um offset the accumulation of that sleep deprivation yeah. by, by implementing this. Yeah. Making sleep a priority. That's always, always our mantra. <laughs> Make sleep a priority. Yeah. So um, my tip this week actually is, is for um, shift workers. So if you're a shift worker and you suspect that also not only the quantity of your sleep is compromised, but maybe the quality of your sleep is compromised by something like snoring, sleep mm-hmm. apnea, pain, pain, if you are questioning that, go get a sleep study done yes. by a reputable company that has their studies interpreted by a board-certified sleep physician. Um, definitely look into that because you might be doing all the things right to get the quantity of sleep, but if the quality is not there, um, it's still going to impact you. Yeah, you're going to do the same damage, really. Exactly. So if you're, if you're kind of questioning that, go get a sleep study done. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening. We hope you sleep well. <laughs>